Hello, hello. Welcome to a new episode of A Lady and Her Thoughts. I am Lopke Killers. I am the host of this podcast and this is already number four. I just came back from work and made myself a nice smoothie bowl, which I always love doing. It's my favorite food in the world. I can eat it every single day. And I eat it actually every single day or almost, almost every single day. And I was watching Friends while I was eating the smoothie bowl, which is one of my favorite things to do and my favorite series in the whole wide world. So it really made me very happy. It felt very wholesome. I think I've seen Friends about maybe even like 15 times what i'm thinking right now i love this series so much that i feel like after i'm done with it i kind of want to start again with the first episode because there's nothing not one series that has made me feel the same way yet as friends so much about the series makes me feel so good i would say the only things that i don't like which is also the reason why i wouldn't give it a 10 out of 10 but more like nine and a half out of 10 is because in some ways they are definitely very old school in some ways i think they were very modern for the time but the way that they speak about fat people for example and the way they portray fat people and certain jokes they make they are a little bit like cringy and just not okay in this world now anymore i can quite easily watch it because i also realized this was when did it start is it already 30 years ago 1994 i think yes um yeah so it started like 30 years ago and of course life was different back then people were not that aware of certain things and how certain comments and portrayals can have such a huge impact on others and make others feel bad but what i love so much about friends uh, i mean it's a combination of things <laughs> um it's of course the characters i think the characters are amazing i love all six of them so much they are incredible actors like when i look at their facial expression by how they are saying things i can really i can watch the whole series just focusing on that being mesmerized by it every single episode and the chemistry between them is just so good as well then i also really like that it's day and age where there were no phones yet at least no mobile phones which makes it it has something nostalgic i guess i even though i mean i'm happy that we have phones right now and i wouldn't have had this podcast and wouldn't have done a lot with my instagram if we wouldn't have had mobile phones and the internet but oh, i don't know it seems just so chill like them hang out at the coffee house the whole time just talking together singing together discussing life which i'm not saying that we don't do that now anymore but the phone is always mm, at least i would say nearby by and a lot of times we quickly want to show someone something on the phone or look something up which is very nice but it's also yeah i sometimes wish it was different of course because the more things come into your life the more i think sometimes also complicated it can get and then the thing i love the most about friends is that it's very relatable in a lot of ways there are six characters in the show that are all so different and they all i think everyone can recognize themselves in someone at least like parts of 
themselves, maybe even a little bit from yourself, from your who you are as a person in every main character. And one of the examples I always have to think about that I think the writers of the show did very well is how you don't have to be at a certain point in your life at a certain age. And then in this case, it's very obvious in the series when you look at their careers and when you look at also their love life, getting children, etc. Like everyone really has their own path in France, which really... Uh, I think for that is probably one of the things that for that time was very progressive. So, for example, you have um, Phoebe, who is just trying out a bunch of different things. Like she sings at the cafe that they are always sitting at. And she is a masseuse. masseuse? Ah, do I say that right? Like a person who gives massages. <laughs> she, let me think. Oh, yeah, she's... She tried to start her own little catering business together with Monica. Yeah, I feel like there's even more. Like, she's definitely done a lot of different things. A lot of times also has done a lot of things at the same time to, yeah, make enough money for the month. And she's the person that I recognize myself most in, at least in that area because I'm also just like figuring things out and trying different things I'm doing different things at the same time and it's nice to see someone even if it's a fake person fictional characters that was like the thing the words that I was looking for doing it that way as well I think representation in every area of life is so amazing and can have such a positive impact on how someone feels about themselves and about how they are doing and what they are doing etc then you have joey by the way for everyone that has not seen the show when the show starts in 1994 everyone in the show the main characters are supposed to be around 25 years old and when it ends it's uh 10 seasons then they are around 35 years old then Joey is trying to get into acting and he already like when the show starts he's been trying to get into it for years and it's just very difficult he didn't really get any good job yet as in what is good for him what he would have liked to do and then in those 10 years that you follow the show you can see how he gets more and more jobs and he's had been a star in quite a big show in a soap opera which I think is very cool like to see his process in that and also how after he got a big role it was not immediately necessarily easy to get another big role I think that's also very realistic and really showing this hard life of being an actor or hard life at least like the struggle of getting jobs and then you have Chandler who worked <laughs> As um, uh, I forgot what he was working at, but he had worked at a certain job for a couple of years and then he was not happy. So he wanted to make a career switch, which I think he was in his 30s, definitely when he wanted to make this switch. And this is another thing that I think is very cool to see that at in your 30s, you can still do something completely different and still start as an intern, which is what he did. And I don't know, it's oh, really, there's so many examples of, oh yeah, and then you have, um, I'm just going to talk about them all. So then you have Russ. Russ, I would say, is the most like 
stable with his job he started out i mean he's also switched jobs but i would say he from the beginning on knows what he likes and his career has been pretty good i feel like he is very happy in his career the whole series long uh, could be that i forgot about something of course but i that's how i have it in my mind right now <laughs> i've watched it 15 times still don't know uh everything still forgetting a lot which is nice because every time i see the series i see something new then we have rachel she always got a lot of money from her parents then she was supposed to marry her ex-boyfriend mm, like i think she ran away at the day of the wedding oh yes of course she ran away at the day of the wedding that's like the first episode where she appears in a wedding gown um but yeah she ran away from the wedding and then she realized okay I am not getting the money of my husband which she was kind of counting on so she had to really start learning to do things by herself and she started working in a coffee shop where she worked for a couple of years and then she started working in a company that had something to do with fashion but I think she didn't have anything to do with fashion but just like to get into this world a little bit and then you see her getting nicer and nicer jobs that fit her well you can see she groans as a woman and that she is better at going for something and standing up for herself and then we have monica and monica is a cook and she has worked at different restaurants and then in the end she has her own restaurant and you also see like her developing in that way and also trying a lot of different jobs by the way i just remembered i'm at season two now i think in season one she's already trying many jobs trying to get a job it's it's just very very real i think the situations the love life of the friends is also very interesting what they don't have in the series is a relationship that started when one of the friends was about 16 18 20 years old and then that continued all the way until the end of the series i think all of the friends were like in their 30s when they got into a long-term relationship kind of assuming here that they would continue their relationship after the series ended but in my head <laughs> the relationships that were there at the end of the series in my head they continue forever of course you kind of want that right because they are so happy and because i don't know you just you just wish that for them but um yeah i would say besides that they have done a very good job at portraying relationships different kind of relationships portraying the dating scene and with that with the whole dating relationship thing also come a lot of questions mostly around your 30s i think like okay what about marriage what about children what about buying a house maybe moving out of the city to a suburb or to a village i think almost everyone thinks about these things at least every now and then no matter if you have a significant other or not i think I mean, maybe sometimes if you don't have significant other, either even more because you have to think about, okay, if I want children, like what are the options or, you know, which is also something that they do so good. So mm, <laughs> for everyone that is, by the way, that has not watched Friends, I think this episode is also interesting. But if you ever want to watch it, it's definitely kind of full of spoilers, which I think 
doesn't make the series necessarily less fun because you don't really know any of the jokes and you don't really get the feeling of the characters but yeah still I can imagine you maybe want to stop now if you're listening and you haven't seen Friends yet and you are planning on ever watching it to not uh, yeah know too much about the plot mm, what was I talking about <laughs> uh, um. oh yeah so monica and chandler they try to get children but it's not working because there's something wrong in both of their bodies i'm not sure exactly what but it's mm, almost impossible to get children for them and they keep trying but at some point they decide to adopt then there's a situation with rachel and rachel turns 30 at some point and she is in a relationship but she doesn't really see it going anywhere when she thinks about it because it's with just a guy a man who is quite some years younger and he's really not with his mind thinking about children and these kind of things and she already is and then she's sitting at the table and then she's talking about how she would like to have children when she's I think like 35 and she's like okay so I first in the next like one two years I need to find a man and I really already want to know him a little bit before we get married and I want to be married for a little bit before I get children and then She's calculating and she's kind of like, okay, I'm kind of, I really have to start right now because otherwise I'm already too late. And I think this is also something that a lot of people struggle with at a certain age because I know that getting children for maybe 80, 90% of the people is something so important and something they definitely want. So yeah, you, you want to think about that and that can be very hard. And I think it's amazing that they put these kind of things in the series. And it's so, so good also how they combine these very serious and real topics with comedy. Like I get the feeling I really, I see the serious part in the series and in messages they try to convey, but always with humor. Like there's so much humor in it. As in, I feel like every five, for 10 seconds there's another joke and another joke and another joke and I've tried many times to figure out the secret of friends and why it is in my eyes so good and why I think this is so special and why this is the only series that I feel this strongly about there's a lot of other series that I love but some of them I just wouldn't watch again and others I would watch again but doesn't touch the feeling that I have when I am watching Friends and I think I found some things that really make Friends that good like that I can explain some things of why it is that good and why it makes me feel a certain way like kind of all the things that I mentioned so far but also there's just something magical about it that you cannot touch and I'm very curious if you listening this if you have the same feeling with Friends or if you never really maybe thought about it the way that I thought about it or if you think it's okay funny but not really <laughs> as amazing as I make it sound in my eyes I can just not imagine that anyone does not like this series I can imagine you have to get into it a little bit I can imagine you are annoyed by certain things but really just not liking the series at all it's no it's crazy
It's crazy. I also, when someone says that they don't like friends, it's so weird, but it really is a little bit of like a little step in my heart, a little one. I mean, it's very short. It's okay. It's just a series. It's like when you put a song on with a friend, like a song that you really love, and then the person just like skips the song or says, oh, I don't like this song. Or like, we put this on. And it's like a little bit of a stab in your heart, even though you know everyone has a different taste and it doesn't, it really literally doesn't matter at all. But it's still a little bit like, oh, I wanted to let you listen to this song. I love this song so much. Yeah. <sighs> I'm thinking now if there's anything else I would like to talk about. Something that I feel like is missing from this podcast a little bit is... Having some kind of guidance in what to talk about. Not not like completely, but like I wish I would also have that. I One of my favorite podcasts that I listen to is the Ad Lexi podcast. And it's really, it's such an easy podcast to put on. And she talks about everything and nothing basically like I do. And she always starts the podcast with talking about whatever she wants to talk about. And then she ends the podcast with questions from listeners. And now, yeah, she has like one, like hundreds of thousands followers on Instagram. And she has many YouTube YouTube subscribers. So she, yeah, every time gets enough questions. And that would for me not be the case but something like that would be so nice that i can really answer a specific question maybe give advice on a specific topic of course always with the disclaimer that my advice is not necessarily the way or the only good way but i would like to do something like that that i can sit down read the question answer it next one answer a little bit like more short chuck 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 okay probably it would not be chuck 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 but a little bit more chuck 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 <laughs> probably if you would ask me about my favorite <laughs> i don't know favorite movie or favorite color i could still expand for minutes on it but yeah let me Let me think about that. Maybe I can just take some questions from the internet. <laughs> Do a Q&A with that. Like, <laughs> just kind of come up with the questions myself or find the questions myself. I am going to wrap up now and wish you a very amazing week. And if your week is not amazing, if you feel shitty, if you're having a bad day or bad week or bad month or bad year, I don't hope a bad life. But I really hope that you have the strength to get through it. And I hope you uh, you realize it is okay to have these emotions and to just sit with them. And mm, I feel like with emotions, it's always nicer to kind of know where they are coming from than to just feel shit and feel empty without really knowing the reason. Like when I feel sad... But I know, I know exactly, okay, this just happened. And that is why I feel sad. For example, last year I had a very difficult conversation with someone. And then after that, I felt a lot of stress still in my body. Like it felt amazing that I did it, but also I felt a lot of stress. But I knew where it was coming from. So that immediately made it so much more okay. And then the other week I was feeling very empty. Like I was walking on the streets. I was sitting in my apartment just 
staring to not into nothingness basically and i was like i don't know why i feel this way but i feel so shit i don't feel like i feel kind of sadness but also nothing at the same time lonely and empty and nothing was like really it's really technically bad in my life nothing crazy at least but i was just i was just feeling like crap and then i also called david my boyfriend and said like yeah i feel so shit and i don't know where it's coming from and yeah of course that is also something that you just have to accept like i know for me personally the best thing to do is then just sit on the couch sit with that feeling and let it be there it's much easier to kind of want to fight against it and like come on Lopke, feel happy be good life is good blah, blah, blah. but sometimes you just gotta f- sit with that feeling and it's also very easy for me to then think okay I- i'm just gonna like eat something to distract myself and to make myself feel better but yeah that in the end only makes it worse but okay goodbye everyone and see you in the next one